Welcome, Season welcome, two. friends. Welcome, friends. Welcome, everybody. We are Season here. Two, episode we are, 13. We are now in the post-Thanksgiving, uh, pre-Christmas uh, push. We all had our turkey and stuffing and cranberry sauce and pumpkin pie. We might have done some shopping, depending on how you shop, whether it be the online variety or the craziness of Black Friday in stores, which I never understood. Even as a small child, I'm like, why would you want to do that? But hey, yeah, we're avoiding that. You know what? And I've seen things where it's like, hey, this $500 TV has been on sale for $500 for the last six months. So it's really not a Black Friday deal. No, it's just it's the same deal. It's just, it's just, it's just the up same and deal. Down. Right. Just just because you cross out eight ninety nine and put five ninety nine under it doesn't mean it was actually on sale. You know. But hey. The, but John, it's the feeling. Well, that's the thing. It's the, it's the it's the art of the deal, as they say. It is the art of the deal. The art of the deal. So Welcome friends. Let's welcome back. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We, tell we're, tell we're, all your we're friends. Not, we're not live from the bunker tonight. We're not live from the bunker. We are also down a man, apparently. Um, we, we, Kevin, we've lost if you're Kevin out there, and, we miss you. Kevin's in the trenches somewhere. Kev, Kevin. He's fighting Kev, a good fight for us. I have no idea what's going on. All I know, I can tell you, I didn't actually mention this to John before we, we hop when we were pre-gaming, let's say. Um, oh, boy. I do know that they, they're going on week two of... of of viruses circulating through their household of what they're doing. Yeah, well, I've been we, under, we, under, we all understand that. I've what's been going fighting on. a cold for like the last month and a half, so I, I sympathize. Same, same. So, so um, I totally, I'm totally there with you. Fight the good fight. His, I love you. I love all of you. His youngest also just started walking. There was a video. Uh, oh my god. Uh, yeah, oh yeah. So uh, terror, terror <laughs> is on two wheels today. Yeah. No, that's that's just the the. Uh, what H. John Benjamin? Oh my God! Oh my God! Oh my God! Oh my God! <laughs> like that's all that is. Oh, but anyway, Lana. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But so we saw what three Thanksgiving say? games that were. Eh. We saw eh, we, we saw three thanks we saw three Thanksgiving games that went pretty much exactly how we thought they were gonna go. They are who we thought they were. We saw a Black Friday game where it went worse than we thought they that we thought worse, it would go. It went worse than we th everything went worse than expected, and we still have no answers. Um, the passing Paisan, the Gabagool Gunslinger, Gabagool leads the Giants to a ten-seven victory. Which, if we don't know how we feel about that <laughs> over the floundering Patriots, and then since they're on the bye week, the GM comes out and says, "Hey, we're in this thing." So there's that because they are in reality only two games behind the Vikings for the seventh playoff spot. But hey, hey, who's counting? We saw the Buffalo Bills and the Philadelphia Eagles slug it out on national TV, and the Eagles pull it out again. We did. I'm trying to think any really big news from this weekend, other than oh uh, well, we know well we do have big news from NFL. We have. Uh... Frank Reich was fired. Yes, yes. Panthers fired yes, Frank well, Reich yes. after 11 little games. housekeeping. Ugh, come on. Um, like, what, what are what we doing here? So since, I just saw the stat, since David Tepper has taken over ownership of the Carolina Panthers. Oh, I've lost five it. Co five coaches in six years, I believe. 
David Tepper's ownership. A bad record. And a really bad record. Yeah, no, the record I just saw I just fucking saw it. Where is it? Uh it's like ten uh thirty and sixty-three. There it is. Uh under his under his record. Thank you. Thank you, Charlotte. So not good. Not great, Bob. Um not great, not great. And I don't know where you go from here if you're Carolina. Well, and here's it's the not thing. Bill Bel- and it's not Bill Belichick, so stop with that. No, here's the thing. You're going to get a first-year head coach who wants the opportunity because any seasoned guy is not going to come in there and work for someone so volatile that you can't even give the guy with a rookie quarterback and no team around him. You don't even give him the full season. Or unless the name's Josh McDaniels. Well, yeah. <laughs> I can see it. That was because that locker room just went sour. They hate him. But I I don't know. You brought Frank Reich in to be the veteran or the, the you know, I know Frank, the ship. Frank Reich is, is he's he's NFL pedigree, man. I, I Like you gave the guy 12 games. Like, come on. And you Again, also, I understand. So, so you drafted. I, I, people people were saying that you drafted the wrong quarterback. I, I disagree with that whole. You can't base. say that. Yes, okay, by by the stats and the the optics of it, yes. However, yeah, but like but with Steve, time, if, if you flip them, do they do the same thing? Yes. Well, I think Bryce Young in Houston and CJ Stroud in Carolina is basically the same fucking thing right now. And the problem is too, and this comes down to every draft, especially when it comes to quarterbacks if he's your guy he's your guy and that's it yeah that's right if you if you want your guy you go get your guy and that's really the bottom line so i i don't know i i just i don't like it because again it just shows volatility like it smells bad no consistency it doesn't. It doesn't just, ring. Just a lot of, a lot of any, up and like, down. Yeah, and it's no one's going to want to go there. It's not going to. That franchise is. No. That's another four. That's another three to five year plan with you know the next. You know, okay, what are we doing? It's it's just not good. It's it's just not good. Right, but the but that's but that's the thing, and like now you got to start over, and now the coach doesn't have the didn't pick the quarterback, and it's just that whole thing right. that that whole right. carousel where it's just very never. Uh, what do you call it? Like, never works out. It seems like when the coach can't pick the quarterback and the like, when they don't all come in at the same time, right? So you, know, you got to have everybody uh, on the same page. And I, I, yeah. But, but David Tepper stands by the pick, and you know what? To be honest with you, all the all the we all the shit talking, I, I kind of do too. Because again, if he's your guy, he's you your gotta guy. Stand by him. Right. I just think that that offensive line is atrocious. The skills positions are mostly atrocious. The defense is suspect at best. You don't have a lot going on outside of Bryce Young. So what do you expect to happen? Like this is very this this was the year you just sat back and you closed your eyes and you said, just get let him get his lumps. Let's get better. As let's let's, you know, be more competitive in the last five, six games than we are in the first ten. 10 to 12 and that's it and you shut up and you close your eyes and you go into the offseason and you dra- and you drift you, you you try to get some picks you sign some free agents and you try to be better next year right so, that's really all you could say that's all you could that's say really, that's really all it comes down to 
Just, um, I'm curious who the coach is going to be. Yeah, same. And I don't know if it's going to really matter, to, unfortunately. Um, what else? Marcus Peters was released by the Raiders. Yeah, I'm not really too surprised. No one's really did anyone. No one picked him up, right? Not yet. Yeah, so you know that team's going nowhere fast. So there you go. And uh, I think, in terms of housekeeping, I think that's, that's probably really, that's really it for the wise, NFL. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So let's, let's go through the uh, games. Let's, let's go back to Turkey Day. Packers at Lions. Packers. All right. So we said the games kind of went how we thought it was going to go. I, I I stand corrected. I didn't think Green Bay was going to come in there and win. I think that's the only thing that went south. Yeah. So the Jordan Green Bay Love honestly, show was weird. Yeah. Well, what I didn't even watch. Green, but Green Bay kind of was like just came in there first play out of the gate bomb, like. Right. They kind of were just like, yeah, we're here to play. And you know what? The results, proof is in the pudding, as they say. Proof, proof be in the pudding. Proof was so, in the green bean casserole, the no, listen, sweet potatoes. Detroit's coming. They're they're on their way, but something tells me they're just not quite ready yet. They're still a piece or two away. They're also just not consistent. Like, they've come into games. They're 8-3, and three, and the three games they've lost this year have been... Uh, let's see. They beat the surprisingly. They lost to the Seahawks in Week Two. They lost to the Ravens. Ravens. Yeah, blown, blown out. Blown out by the Ravens. Which now that you now that you look back, you go mm, weird. All right. Kind of yeah. Kind of kind of surprising now that you know like how they've played outside of those games. Um, and they've lost to the Packers, and so the Seahawks. In an overtime game, it's not terrible, but they lost at home. You think, all right, it's week two. They're still not. They're still finding themselves. Okay, you yeah, know they're really coming off the look. high of beating the Chiefs. Okay, right. you know, fine. But yeah. emotional letdown game. Yeah, a little bit of a letdown. Um, and they already beat the Packers once. A divisional game. It's tough to beat the your divisional opponents. You know, twice in a year. Packers right. aren't clearly a ter- terrible team, but. You know, no, they, they're they, not a powerhouse. They're not a powerhouse either. And you should be able to sweep them in a season where, you know, you're beat you're beating teams and they're just they're not putting a lot of teams down. And I think, you know, they're they're eight and three, but they're like squeaking by eight and three, and they're not consistent game to game, right. quarter to quarter. So I think, you know, they could lose to the Saints and you'd be like, uh yeah, okay. Like and then they beat the then they beat the Bears in two weeks by you know, three touchdowns and you go, I don't know what to fucking think about this. Thing. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You're not really too sure about, yeah. Who, uh, who they really are as an identity wise, because again, they can look amazing and then they don't look, they look terrible. Right. Uh, what do we have next? Next Washington next to Dallas. Be, yeah. Nice little I mean, beat down. Again, there's really not much to say here. Everyone, this kind of went the way we thought it was going to go. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Fifth pick six sets the NFL record. Oh my God, that would be one. Uh, uh, what's his name? Deron Bland. Deron Bland. That's what. Sixty-three that's yard interception for touchdown re- return so for that's a touchdown. Number five, number five on the year. In there are. I think there was a stat that said um, Deion Sanders had like seven. In pick his sixes career. In his career, eight pick sixes in his whole career. Yeah, imagine having five in a season. Deron Bland has more touchdowns than Zach Wilson. 
Jerome Bland has more touchdowns than a lot of a lot yeah. of football players in New York. Fair enough. <laughs> Most of the football players that play in New York. I mean, as as far as this game goes, the only thing I'll say is everyone's talking about how Dallas has not beaten any good teams this year. So it's going to be real interesting come playoff time. Well, so this when... is the first question if you want to compare. Dallas is now also 8-3. and three. Are they right. better than the the Lions, or are they about the same? Are they they kind of they're are they kind of the same team right now? The problem is you haven't seen the Dallas really go up against stiff competition aside from Philly. So and, and they lost. They here are their losses: Cardinals week three, anomaly by, by twelve, right? Forty ers in week five by. 32 like okay yeah 49ers are going to kill people um and eagles by five you know right eagles in a close game so a couple weeks ago three weeks ago so that that's you know now so the last two weeks they played the panthers and they've now played the commanders you know multi three three plus touchdown wins in both games taking care of business you know taking taking strong command of the nfc of the second second place in the NFC East, strong command of their playoff position. So, you know, I think ultimately the, you know, the playoff picture for them is is pretty clear. You know, they right. are they are where they they're going to be, and and that's it. You know, they're right now it's they're projected to be the fifth seed. Unfortunately, you know, first the first wild card team, and right. pretty secure in that. You know, there is a small chance that they can still there's an outside although albeit very unlikely chance that they win the NFC East if the Eagles collapse they're two games behind not well, the Eagles are in their tough their quote unquote tough part of the schedule so we'll see we will see yeah, the Eagles have the Niners the Cowboys the Seahawks the Giants the Cardinals and the Giants the Eagles do get to play the Giants twice right and that that week 18 game if it matters or not is going to be interesting and the Cowboys have also have the Seahawks, the Eagles, the Bills, the Dolphins, the Lions, and then the Commanders again. I don't think those are – I think the Cowboys have an easier schedule, but not significantly easier. No. That Dolphin-Cowboys game is going to be interesting. It's going to be Christmas Eve. It's going to be very good. Oh, well, very good. Very good. Sit down and open some and, presents and, and watch, some, watch, watch that. Some, watch some good football for once. On a holiday, uh, <laughs> and to round out the uh, Turkey Day, Turkey Day. Uh, triple header, San Francisco at Seattle in prime time. Uh, yeah, bang bang Niner gang, Rock Purdy, ho hum. But Christian things. McCaffrey continues to just roll through the NFL. Lots of touchdowns. One only one game this year without a touchdown in it. I mean, that's kind of insane. Yeah, um, I think. You cannot discount how important Debo Samuel is to this offense. I think I agree. it when is he, fucking apparent how important Debo is to this offense. He goes as as the Niners go. He goes, and the thing is, like saying is, you look as you look at his rush. Like, okay, he only had four rushes for fifteen yards. One of them was for a touchdown, but he he had seven receptions for seventy nine yards. Like. One week it's good. The next week it could be flipped. It could be seven rushes for seventy-five yards, and it's the idea is that Debo is that like Swiss Army knife. He's the Swiss Army knife, and he, he fucks up defenses, and that's 
that's the that's like, and you're going to see Brock Purdy's numbers are going to look a lot better. A lot of right. quarterbacks are going to look a lot better with Christian McCaffrey, Elijah Mitchell, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, and George Kittle as your, you know, your skill position, you know, room. And you got, right. you know, Bosa, Traverius Ward, Armstead, Randy Gregory. You know, right. it's like the Randy. If Randy Gregory is your fifth best, at Fred Warner. If Randy Gregory is your fifth best fucking defensive player. Um, you know, you're doing good things. And yes, you got Ray, 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 You know, that's a, that's a well-rounded team. That's I at eight and three. Another eight and three team. Uh, they are. I think. Here. <laughs> I think they are the second best team in the NFC behind the Eagles. Right. But we'll continue on. Uh, all right. So now let's go on to. My favorite part of the of the recap uh, yes. of week week twelve, the uh, yes. the the I didn't know this was going to be a thing. I didn't realize that the NFL was like Black Friday football. Like I yeah, didn't realize thing now. I didn't realize that they wanted to make it a thing. I thought they were just like, hey, we're going to uh, have a game on Friday. No, it's totally a thing. And they're like they're advertising it with the Amazon the Amazon Prime guys. Yep, the Al Michaels Kirk Herb Street vehicle, very. Poor bastards getting they're getting the shit under the stick this year. Let me tell you. Oh something. yeah, I, yeah. Oh my Thursday poor, night I'm, product. The Thursday night product is just it's trash. It needs. Yeah. If you ask me, it needs to go. It needs to go back to. It needs to go back to a a a quirky, fun. Not everybody needs to do a thing every year, and you just need to suck it up. The Thanksgiving <laughs> Thanksgiving is cool. The I, we need to go back to. Nope. I'll take yeah. Saturday night football in December when college football would starting next week when conference championships are over and we're waiting for bowl season to begin. I'll take that over this bullshit every day. But anyway, I'm bearing the lead here. Uh, Dolphins beat the Jets on Black Friday, 34 to 13. That final score is not indicative of how shitstorm of a game we watched from no, because there's a pick six in there that would have is the only touchdown for the Jets. That's right. Um, Brandon so reality, Eccles. Brandon this game Eccles, is yeah, 34-6. Yeah, this game is 34-6 if you count what the offenses actually did. Um and and the the, the Dolphins clearly were like tinkering with things at some point and we're like do we do we try? Do we not try? Like you could tell they took their foot off the gas a little bit in the in the second half. Um, yeah, and then in the, the fourth quarter, they were like, "All right, let's put these, let's put the Jets down," and they did. Just put it away. Yeah, I mean, put it away. Safe, safe game. Tim Boyle, one hundred seventy-nine yards. What did you expect? Exactly like, that. Yeah. I expected one hundred fifty to two hundred yards. A couple of picks, couple of turnovers, maybe. Right. And he like, did throw a touchdown to, to. He did get a nice fourth quarter garbage time touchdown to Garrett Wilson. Um, so let's let's hooray. Yeah, yeah okay. let's, let's hooray. Hooray. Um, yeah. But but the Dolphins' defense, the, the, the thing that surprised me in this game was the Dolphins' defense yes, actually up. looked pretty good. And if yeah, Kevin was apart. here, if Kevin was here, I would say, I would ask him the question of, do you feel a little bit better now watching this Dolphins team? Because their defense all of a sudden doesn't look Seemed bad. Seemed to step up a little bit. Yeah, I, I have to, uh, I have to agree, like, I, I mean, I'll speak for Kevin here. You have to be a little bit more confident in this team because, one, the offense went up against the, a good defense and hung 34 points. Right. And then your defense, again, you went up against a not great offense, but 
you were worried about you were worried about this this defense coming in because they haven't been great, especially against against just about anybody. So I'd say you have to feel a little bit more confident. Um, Again, proof is in the pudding, you know, win right. your games, but because you're going up against Dallas in the future and the whole thing. But I think, yeah, we'll see how we'll see. Listen, this was not a game that you say, oh, the Dolphins are they're for real, for real. Like this right. is a game that you said the Dolphins took care of business, came into MetLife, put, you know, put down a team that was starting a third, basically a third string quarterback and, you know shut them down and ran and did their thing on offense, scored over 30 points, ran rough shot over them and called it a day, played a little sloppy on offense Two of had two picks, you know, wasn't, wasn't pretty. Could have been right. a little more crisp, but, but when you're, when you're playing a bad team in your division and you expected to win and, you know, and, and you're going to let, and it's a, at the day after Thanksgiving, I, I kind of expect there not to be great football on a Friday night, Friday afternoon. No. Yeah, so, and, okay. So, Dolphins do what they got to do, and we move on. I'm not sad. I'm not depressed. I'm not here going to no, mourn. The Jets are four and seven. The, the the season's over. That's it. The Tim Boyle up, experiment is dumb, but whatever. You're at the uh, you're at the same place I am with my uh, with my team. It's now like, it's now over. Like it's now it's over, and it's fine. Um, right. and we can we can move on. We can move on. We could do our thing. We did that dance. We had we sang the songs, got the t-shirt, and <laughs> got the t-shirt, got to shoot us, shoot us. Right, a that's, that's it. Well, and now listen, there's a hold on a little news item, or whatever. Oh. Not it's not news, but it's just like one of those stories. Hold on a second. Tell me more. Uh, Rogers, according to Rogers, on I guess he went on McAfee today. He went on McAfee, today, McAfee today. today, and he said, "Hold on." Um, he said so, he he's what he said was ultimately obvious. Like, yeah, yeah I think this, it's always quote. Do. I think it's always been first. Am I healthy? Um, then are we in it? Are we playing good enough to make a run? Can I step in and protect myself and play at the level? I feel like I'm capable of playing. Can I protect myself? Can I move around the way I want to move around? So I can't really, that's not really inflammatory because he's saying like, am I going to, I'll play if it, if I can help the team win. And if we, and if it matters, if we win, like, I, there's nothing inflammatory about that. That's literally right. Like, yes. Okay. That's what he should have been saying since the day, the day after he got injured and got a surgery. That is the exact quote that he should have been saying since week two. Right. Um, and here's the other, first and, and here's, foremost, I got to be healthy. And, and if we're in it thing. and I'm healthy, I'll try to come back. The end. And here's here's the quote that's going to just confirm what you just said. Quote, there's a natural progression here to rehab. And that's going to actually and that's going to involve actually getting back onto the field to start doing some things that are more football related. But we're not where I can. But we're not where I can make a decision on playing because health wise, I'm improving steadily, but I'm not. But I'm not and ability to play at this point. So I guess he misspoke, but he's not, he doesn't have the ability to play at this point. Well, duh. Like, of course not. Like, again, it's not inflammatory. He's basically saying, I want to play, but if I can't play, I'm not going to play. Yeah. Like, and, and I'm not going to play if, even if I am healthy enough to play, but it's, I just got healthy enough to play, but we're out completely out of it. 
I'm not going to bother coming back. I'm going to get a hundred percent healthy and really let this, this, this surgery heal. I, somebody, somebody put, I got to go find it. Cause it's actually kind of interesting. Somebody put a, um, one of those like 3d models of an Achilles tear right. on like a 3d model, a graphic, and then said like, this is what normal Achilles repair surgery looks like. And right. then this is what the Rogers surgery was. And right. you're like, Oh, you're like, that could, that's like a high risk, high reward because it's the way the Achilles kind of flaps back over. You're like, that's very secure, but it's like almost, there's a lot of tension. And if it doesn't heal exactly correctly, well, he's got that plate or whatever, right? Right. Whatever. He's got so the, the bridge. plate. So, bridge. so the bridge, right. So the bridge is kind of bridging the gap between the Achilles and the rest of the heel and the, right. the bottom of the leg muscle. So it's like, it's it's gonna heal fa- that actual reconstruction will heal faster because it's a lot lot less of an issue. But the problem is it's the actual Achilles tendon connected to this bridge thing is like well if that tears again, you're fucked because yeah. like now it's that's it you're done, right? But if you get twelve months out, then it'll heal. Then the whole thing heals and it heals over the bridge and it's okay. But this, it's it's risk reward, man. It's fucking, it's crazy. Yeah. So again, whatever. We'll see. We'll see where we are. He's targeting Christmas Eve against the Commanders. That's about a month away. So we're thirty days away from even him from his target. So we'll wait and see because the Packers have a once they activate his playoff window or whatever. He's got twenty one days to get right. into game shape. So we'll know probably in the next week or so if they clear him for practice. Uh, just, just, just to keep you up to date, the Jets are fifteenth out of sixteen in the AFC. So right, let's so, be let's be a little realistic, people. Well, let's right. be a little bit realistic. Right. Um, on to the Sunday games, the Sunday, Sunday slate, slate. Sunday, Sunday slate, slate, as they say, as they say. Um, uh, what do you New want Orleans to start at, with? New Orleans. I, I'm just looking at the ESPN rundown here. New Orleans, Atlanta, uh, Atlanta. Uh, by nine over 24 to 15 over the saints kind of ho-hum yeah you know this, robinson had a good day two touchdowns they finally decided to hand him the football like you know yeah oh you drafted this guy sixth overall you might as well use him but holy yeah. shit what do i holy know? shit all of a sudden hey hey we got this guy he's uh 16 carries he's got three three receptions he had all 19 touches oh uh, it's like hey holy shit let's let's right. use him cool 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 so Chris Olave nice. is turning into a nice receiver. I think Chris Olave is a very uh, if Chris Olave was on a contender, very yeah. good number two wide receiver. Yeah. Um, maybe Jimmy even Garrett one. Wilson were teammates, I believe. Ohio uh, State. Yes, yes, they were. Um, next Pittsburgh at Cincinnati. We can officially call the Bengals dead. Bengals are dead. Even that... with the so here's the thing. I'm in a Discord group with with a couple of guys, and two of them are uh, Steelers fans. And they go, "It took one game being free of Matt Canada to reach 400 yards of offense." Matt Canada is a cancer. So that's all you need to know about that. Um, yep. Again, everybody was Pittsburgh happy offense is is crappy, but you know what? They did what they had to do. They beat a backup quarterback. Kenny Pickett ain't bad. Najee no, Har- Najee Harris is is pretty good. Um, they actually have a really good two headed monster in Jalen Warren and Najee Harris at the rushing attack in Pittsburgh. They're yes. going to be really fucking formidable. 
when it comes to because they're gonna make the playoffs and they're gonna be very, I think, and they're gonna be very, very formidable. Formidable. It's amazing. Pittsburgh is just it's just a model of Mike Tomlin. Mike fucking know, everybody has to understand. Mike Tomlin is the best coach in the league. He and might he's be. Bet, and he is he has squeezed more juice out of that out of that team in the last five oh, yeah. years. Oh yeah. Since he's, the last two years of fucking Roethlisberger and now what he's dealt with. Never with had a losing record. Never had a losing record. Worst worst record ever is eight and eight. And, sell my goddamn soul for him to run my franchise. Uh, he's just a model of consistency. The teams are always competitive. Like they're never a doormat. They might not make the playoffs, but like they're never a doormat. I would I would sell my a kidney, a toe, <laughs> a testicle. I would sell a lot of parts of my body for Mike Tomlin to be running the Jets. Uh, I would. A, a lot of teams would. But the Giants, I think, would at this oh point. Oh God, I think just about any team would. Um, speaking of doormats, Carolina at Tennessee. Carolina suffers oh. there. What is that? Eleventh loss of the year. That would be one in ten. They are one they, in ten. They okay. So there they go. They fire their coach. Yes, um, we talked about that. Talked about that. Tennis, again, this was not a really big game, but Derrick Henry had, I think, two touchdowns. So he, so he was uh, showing out a little bit, which is good. Good for him. He's, I feel like he's approaching the back end of his running back career. Yes, he's, he's taken a lot of beating. I think he's, he's going to fall off a cliff very soon. I think those three seasons year. of like just pounding out 200-yard games is finally taking a toll. It's sad because I think he's... Um... I think he's wasted a lot of good, a lot of good miles were wasted in Tennessee. Dude, it wasn't that long ago they were the one seed in the AFC. Remember? It's wild. It's wild. They weren't. It wasn't that long ago. Uh, Tampa Bay at Indianapolis. Uh, Indy pulls it out. I. It's Baker Mayfield had a very good game, and I'm, uh, I, yeah, I feel not like a he's very playing, good game. A, a good game and. He's playing Wait. for next year for a contract. Yes, like, and he's just how it is. He's going to get one because oh, I yeah. think people are going to look at the Tampa Bay situation and they're going to go, well, you know, it's you know not a lot of, um, not a lot of talent. Um, that there's still the vacuum of. Well, you know what though? Let's look at Tom his numbers Brady. real quick. He's got, he's sixty-five percent completion percentage, twenty-six hundred yards, seventeen touchdowns, seven interceptions. You could do a lot worse than that. I'd take that. I would take would, Baker Mayfield. Let me ask you right now. If he was the Jets quarterback, how many more wins would you have? Probably at least probably, two or three. I would say two. I would say the Jets would, would probably be five and six. For, you know, five and they would not be four and seven. They'd probably be five and five. And five but you know what I'm saying? Whatever. Like, They'd come have five on. or six ta- wins right now. What are we talking nah, about for sure. here? Like, for sure. He's, he's playing for next year to be the starter somewhere. And you know what? I don't or, like. Or, I think if if the Jets had him, I don't think the Jets are losing. They're not losing to the Raiders. They're not losing to, you know. Let's see who they the the um the Chargers. They, they're probably not losing to the the Chargers, and they're probably not losing to the Raiders. And they actually might even beat the Patriots. No, the fucking Patriots is who they goddamn beat. Yes, you're probably they, right. They probably beat because you know. I, I know. Whatever. I understand. I'm not going to get, get angry. I'm not going to get I angry. Know, keep I the know. blood pressure low today. Got to keep uh, that heart rate down, Danny. Keep that heart rate down. <sighs> got to keep so, that heart rate down. I think the I think it's very Gardner Minshew is such a fucking. He's not good. I think I I just want to say it. He's not good. Um, yeah, I think the blooms off that rose. Um, definitely off that rose. 
Jonathan Taylor, by the way, thumb Having surgery. Thumb, thumb surgery, yes. They that's actually news for them because he's that actually might that's going to derail their their season their comeback. Not that they were they were they are the seventh seed currently. Um, but I think tech the Texans were going to overtake them uh, very quickly. I think. Yeah, that was I think by the end of the year they weren't going to be in the playoffs, but now they're definitely not going to be in the playoffs. Um, that's just my my take. Yeah, and whole hum game. I think you know, good for good for the Colts to win, but I think it's the Anthony Richardson show would have been in a lot better shape. Uh, it's such a shame he was playing so well or playing better than expected, and to go out like that just kind of sucks. Um, speaking of. Well, okay, we'll get to the let's let's get to your New York football giants beating listen, the uh the lowly Patriots. Listen, that that, that was not seven. exactly a uh an offensive showcase. It, it was nice to see Jalen Hyatt get involved. Yes. Um, I was gonna say that. God fucking nice time about that. It was it was nice to see him getting involved in doing what they drafted him to do on the deep routes. Like there was that third and nineteen or whatever they had, nice pass to the sideline. Would have liked to see him get in the end zone, but whatever. Let's not get greedy. But listen, ten, I ten, said this ten to I, seven though. Man. I, well, listen, Mac Jones is garbage. Let's just let's just call can, it like it is. Can we? Can, I don't understand. Let's just call any it like other it is. fucking he's not coach. Good. He's not good. Any other coach would have been fired. Would have been fired. Pulling your starting quarterback and then restarting him. This many fucking times in like, a year. The Jets to haven't have. even. It's it's the same. You know what? It's funny. It needs to be said. They're doing the same thing the Jets have done with Zach Wilson. He's the but worse. But I know, worse. but worse. No, yeah, but like, worse. I know. Matt Jones is. He's destroyed his confidence. I know. He's pulling. He's, he's he's benched him like seven times, John. I know. I know. Like he's, it's he's, not he's even starting, close. He's benched. He's starting. He's benched. Then he comes back in. Like I I, I don't know. I just. He threw two picks in the first half, got benched. Zappy came in and looked okay. Like it wasn't he didn't light the world on fire. And listen, I'm gonna say this right now, and don't get me wrong. It was fun to watch, you know, with Tommy DeVito and his family and the you know, the the you know, the what they are look you? like they're, they're, they they look like they've right they're they're our neighbors. They look like yeah, our next exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's any old family walking around Uncle Giuseppe's on any given Sunday. That's right, that's right, but that's like, right. Making like, chicken parm. That's right. Exactly. And you know the the Italian purse, the you know, the Maron over here. Like, uh, Maron. You know, you know what I'm talking about. That's the, right. The pinched up upward pinched hand, whatever it's called. Listen, it's a fun talking story. It's it's fun story. But let let's make no mistake here. I'm the Gabagool gunslinger. D- Daniel Jones is the starter next year if he's healthy. Like it's make no mistake about it's it. It's not that's not news. That the GM came out and said that he literally other, said yes, he's the guy. We just have to know if he's gonna be ready for week one. So it is what it is. Like it is what it is. It's fine. Again, it's a fun story. He's two and one. He he's got two straight wins. He's looked okay, but they give up a ton of sacks. They can't run the ball. And let's be honest, they don't have great receivers, even with Jalen Hyatt having a good game. Like the, that's it was that's that's the exception, not the rule. So yeah, I think I think that's going to be the number one thing that the the Giants have to work on in the offseason is is improving. You can't you can't rely on Saquon Barkley to do all of the things like no, Darius Slayton, Wandell Robinson, Isaiah Hodgins, Jalen Hyatt, good, good Sterling Shepard, nice 
number three receiver, number four receiver guys. Right. You don't have five. a top guy. J- Jalen a- Hyatt might be that guy. It might be the two. Jalen Hyatt is a two. He's a, T- guy. he's a T Higgins guy. Type right, guy. You, you need the big dog on the outside. And I think if the, if he's there, they're going to take Marvin Harrison Jr. But again, we can talk about that until uh, we're blue we'll in the face. That. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll have our. NFL draft preview. discussions. Uh-huh. But again, draft just, discussions. again, just to put a bow on this real quick, a win's a win. You, I can't sit there and root for my team to lose. I, you know, I get the whole draft position and the whole thing, but you know what? There's no guarantee you get it right anyway. I so, mean, we're we're seeing that a lot more now, and I think you know what you're you're it, tankathon. You're sixth right now. You're how still... many of these first round quarterbacks are even in the league still? No, you know I, mean? I listen. Fuck it, yeah. Listen, it's not. It's it's Wasn't not Josh a good Rosen look. supposed to be the best of all those quarterbacks, and he's not even Whoops. in the league anymore. Whoops. You know, we're not even. Let's not even talk about that. Okay. Whoops. So there's that. Um, moving on. Um, Jacksonville, Houston. That was a really CJ Stroud almost almost pulled it out. He almost, almost pulled it out it again. Out. Almost did it again. Trevor Lawrence actually had a very good game in this game. Yeah, he he answered the uh the Dad Pod Sports uh, challenge and actually stepped up. He did, he did. So Jacksonville, um, kind of took control of that, you know, that AFC South at eight and three. Now yeah. they're in first place. They, you know, they kind of cleared the path. Now they they have control of their their destiny, the controlling their destiny, so to speak. Yeah, they. I mean, yeah, they they're they're what, they, they're two game they're two games up on the Colts, and let's be honest, the barring some collapse, I don't see it uh, happening. In, interesting, if you look at the standings right now in the AFC, very interesting. They are the three seed behind yes. the Ravens and the Chiefs, but. The Ravens are nine and three. The Chiefs, the Jags, the Dolphins, all sitting there eight and three. Yeah. So it's it's the AFC is fucking tight. It is very and then the Steelers, yes. the Browns, seven and four, lurking right there. Very there's a lot there's lurking. no there's no ten and one, you know, nine and two, there's no one and two lost team right now. It's all three law, three and four lost teams right now in the AFC and five lost teams. It's not. It's it's very tight right now in the AFC, which is you could say it's that means there's a lot of parity or there's really no dominant right. team. I mean, I you could talk about that, but you know that's it's very interesting. So watch out for the Jags. They might sneak. They might sneaky sneaky close to getting to the two seed. Yeah, Kansas City's really got to step it up on offense, but. Well, you now know. we're we're going to be in December, you know, when it comes to the, this, this is where the yeah, this is where you know uh, you go you you clean you clean up and go four and zero. This December. is where they this is where they make that money. Um. So next game, else? let's talk about this. Oh yeah, the Denver Broncos fucking on a five game winning streak. Like, have they figured it out? Like, what's going on? Well, a couple of things, in my opinion. Number one, Couple of things. let's do it. Let's one, two, three, four, five. So let's look at the Broncos schedule for the last five games. And let's talk about the quality of opponents. And you can even go back to this, to the chiefs. The sixth game was also against the chiefs. They played the chiefs twice in three, three games. So five weeks ago, they, they started the streak 19 to 17. They beat the Packers. Okay. Right. Like that's, 
not a terrible win. That's a good win against a, a mid mid team. Then they beat at home. They beat the Chiefs twenty four to nine. Very surprising. Chiefs, I think, took them very lightly. Mistake mistake was made. Um, because especially I think the Chiefs were like they scored eight points on us. We should have we should have been able to smoke them by showing up, and they got <laughs> yeah. they got they got smoked. Then they beat the Bills. I don't think that that's as surprising because I think the it's now kind of obvious that the Bills are a very flawed team. Right. Um but in that game and I'm going to I'm going to call a lot of these stats out. Russell Wilson has played essentially the same fucking game except the Vikings game. So in the last 5 games <laughs> in 4 of them he has this almost the same stat line in four of those games. Oh, the Bronco, the, the 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 Vikings game last week, the the Sunday before Thanksgiving was a little bit surprising, but you have to remember that's Josh Dobbs' second game with the team. First right. time he's even like had a week of practice. Now he knows the guys on his offensive line's names, you know. And it was a one point game. You know, it was a very it was a really fun game to watch back and forth, back and forth. It was really, really fucking cool. So all right, you know, I, I'm yeah. gonna say all right. all right, fine. So did they beat, you know, have they beat other than the Chiefs? Can we sit there and say they beat world beater teams? No. No. The Browns I'm impressed by because the Browns defense probably actually is probably the most talented defense that they in the league. If it but for their the you know, but for their offense, the Browns would actually probably have statistically and they actually still might the number one, the number one defense in the league, right? Um. So if you look at defensive stats, uh, yeah, I think they've given up like the fifth most points or something. I have to, I'd have to look it up. Um, but like they're a top five defense, and that was probably the most impressive win because they won by you know basically two scores and so you know almost three scores so you're looking at it and you're going all right are they for real five game winning streak but i would i would argue there's a little bit of smoke and mirrors going on here because russell wilson against the packers 20 for 29 194 yards and a touchdown against the, the chiefs 12 of 19, 114 yards, three touchdowns. Very surprising. Against the Bills, 24 for 29, 193 yards, two touchdowns. Against the Vikings, 27 to 35, 259 yards and a touchdown. Against the Browns, 13 for 22, 134 yards, one touchdown. Are you seeing a pattern here a little bit? Yeah, I'm seeing they're not. They're not asking Russell Wilson to do a lot for the most part. And maybe that's the secret. And maybe that's the sauce because if you go back to the Chargers, they're, you know, he's not completing a lot of passes. He's not like he's not completing a ton of passes. His completion percentage, I don't get the sense by looking at these stats, it's going to be very high. Right. But they're asking him to do game manager shit like his back to rookie year in Seattle. You know, go back to throwing, fi- throw 20 passes, complete 12 to 15 of them, throw under 200 yards, throw a touchdown here and there. Let's run the, let's run the ball down their throat basically is right. 
I think what they're doing and it's very it's working it's it's actually fucking working because they're running the ball 30 times they ran the ball 18 11 that's that's 29 that's their I mean they're they're running it they're over 35 times you know and Russell's running it 11 times against the Browns you know for 34 yards so and he ran right. in for a touchdown but everyone's getting in everyone's getting involved so five game winning streak yeah super impressive teams they've beaten no but impressive so for the Broncos given where they were in September and October yes right that's my spiel your thoughts I applaud you I applaud you I agree it's just, it hasn't been the prettiest you know no it hasn't been the prettiest but you know what there's no such thing as style points win the games that's it and also, when are we going to finally admit that maybe Sean uh, Payton was right about Nathaniel Hackett? But hey, uh, if he wasn't such a douche nozzle, yeah, I think people would be like, you know what, Sean Payton was onto something there, right? You might is Nathaniel Hackett? What we have to find out is if Nathaniel Hackett is just as much of a conspiracy theorist as Aaron Rodgers, and that's why oh. Aaron Rodgers loves him so much because they're yes. buddy buddy. And he also yeah. is he just a pushover and does whatever Aaron Rodgers wants to do. Which is why everyone's going to be back next year for the Jets. But, hey, we could discuss hey, that later on. We'll discuss that when, when we get to the offseason. Rams uh, at Cardinals. Eh, I mean, Rams beat the Cardinals 37-14. to 14. Does anybody care? Not really. Kyron All Williams right. had, a, had a big game, but whatever. Matthew two Stafford teams, threw four touchdowns. It was cool, kind of cool. Two teams going nowhere. Right. Listen, the Rams are just reeling from all those draft picks that they gave up to win that Super Bowl. So, you know, the Rams are finally recover. I think this offseason, the Rams will finally recover and they actually might be good next year. They might. They They might might actually be good again next year because that that NFC West is going to be all over. You know what? They're actually not as bad as I thought. No, they were not. They're not a three. They're not going to be a three and 14, a four and 13 team. Like they're going to they're going to win six or seven games this year. Like they're going to be okay. Um, they're going to be competitive, and they're competitive, and they really are. Right. Um, yeah, no, they weren't that. They're not that bad. Game, game of the weekend, probably. Bills, Eagles, Bills. Yeah, I'd say so. You know, the only overtime game, the highest scoring game. Uh, yeah, I think. I don't know, man. Buffalo must be cursed somehow because what's what's wrong with what is wrong with Buffalo. You know, someone posted a thing, or posted a tweet, whatever it is, and said that Josh Allen plays every game like it's that game against the Chiefs that they lost in the playoffs. You know, I think remember remember the Zach Wilson quote. I see, I see, good seeing ghosts. No, that's uh, that was Sam Darnold. That was, that was Sam Darnold. I'm sorry. I think Josh he plays Allen, like his hair's on fire. I think Josh Allen is still waking up in with night sweats. Seeing Patrick about that Mahomes game. about that game that because a, all they that did AFC was just all they game. did was just trade punches the last three possessions of that game. That's all that they was, did. That was that was a heavyweight boxing match, right? And, all they did was just chuck thirty yard touchdowns. And if he just was, if if the script was flipped and he was the the guy with the ball at the end of the game, they, they might have won. They might have won, and they might have been might have won the gone on to win the Super Bowl. So I think. 
demons need to be exercised and, and exorcism and a seance and a cleansing yeah. and whatever fucking else. Something needs to happen to get his head, him and that organization's and Stefan Diggs's head right. Yeah. If I have to hear from Diggs's brother one more oh. time about, oh, fuck. Listen. Yeah. I, I mean, I they, 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 again, another game, 500 yards of total offense. Yep. Three, you know, very balanced, 330 yards of passing, 173 yards of rushing. Mm-hmm. You know, more first downs than the Eagles. Very efficient on third down. Lot of third. Ooh, very interesting stat. the The Bills were thirteen for twenty two on third down. They had really? twenty two third downs in this game, which is a fucking lot. Usually, a, it's like ten lot. to fifteen. But that's also game. a lot of conversions. They, you know, and, and one for and well, guess how many plays they ran? Ninety two. Yeah, I was gonna say uh, probably close to a hundred. 92 plays is a fucking lot. Like 60, 65 for the Eagles. That's a very normal number of plays right. for offense. 11, yeah. pen, 11 penalties for 80 yards. But here's the problem, too. And, and I'm not saying that this is why they lost the game. They or whatever, one time in possession and they won the turnover battle and they still fucking lost. Their, their, their running game can't be just Josh Allen. They need a running back. Well, I think that's number one. I think their Josh Allen is... He's the dual God. threat, but like he he was their leading rusher and leading passer, obviously. But like, you know, he also attempted fifty one passes. Well, so I have a theory. A once you fun. once you attempt over forty five passes, your chances of winning are going to go go straight down. Oh yeah, there's there's actually a stat that I've I've heard. There's a stat that says it's like forty. I think it's forty three and a half passes or something like that. Like right. Once you go over that forty third pass or forty fourth pass, you're, you're, you're sitting, like that's the cliff. That's the cliff of your yeah. percentage chance to win the game falls off a cliff. Like, like when you hear a guy like, "Oh, he was thirty five of fifty three and it's like, and they lost, you know, thirty five uh, twenty four. Like, oh Jesus, like twenty twenty nine of fifty one yeah. is not a good. That's not great completion percentage. Like, it's not terrible but it's 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 below 60 it's yeah it's not it's it's not a good completion percentage and that's a lot of incomplete passes in this game a lot of plays a lot of short thing for 330 yards on 29 completions that's not no, super not, efficient not either that's not great and i no. and i think that's when you deep when you dig deep into the numbers like that's what you find like jalen hurts 18 for 31 for 200 yards like again, not super efficient, but like more efficient in the sense that his team scored thirty-seven points with way less yardage. Right, and he also ran for two touchdowns. Right, so he and so he, did Josh Allen for that matter. So did but, Josh Allen. Josh Allen ran for eighty yards, but but Jalen Hurts, Jalen Hurts was not the leading rusher, but he Matt he was the second rusher behind Swift, not by much though. That it's. It's very yeah. similar structured teams, but you could tell just a little bit of a different way to call call the game, a little bit different management of the players, a little bit of different of a of probably an offensive structure. And you could see it's how it's working out for the Eagles. Because right. other than the Jets, the fuck knows how they lost that game at this point. Uh, yeah, I don't I still don't know. 
I, I don't know how the Jets won that game. The, the <laughs> Eagles, the Eagles are not a juggernaut the way we were used to seeing, like the 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 Chiefs from five years ago. But they are very well no, the, coached, right? Very they're, they're solid. They're an, efficient, they're an efficient, boring offense. Yeah, they're boring. They're very boring, they're, but they their know offense what to do is boring. Win. But that's it. The 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 fucking tush push whatever, really shove, and that's it. That's their offense. Shove. So stupid. Oh, it's fourth and one. It's it's first and goal at the one. Okay, just push everyone in the middle. So there's that. Let's do rugby scrum. That's it. Whatever. Chiefs at Raiders was the Sunday night game. I guess. I think. No, no, that was the Sunday night game. Was Baltimore Chargers? So Chiefs. Chiefs at Raiders. This was the other. Yeah. I mean, listen. Oh, hum. Kansas City did righted thing. the ship. They rallied. They were down two touchdowns at the half. I know. 14. No, they were. Uh, no, I'm sorry. They were they down. Were down 14, four, they were down two touchdowns in the second quarter. Yes. And they, and they, they, tied and they rallied it. back. Yes. Right. And then they just kind of were like second half. They kind of did their thing and outscored. They outscored um, the Raiders. Twenty was it seven, fourteen, seventeen to three in the second half, and that was your yeah, game. That was Pacheco. It. Yeah. Pacheco did well. Rasheed Rasheed Rice was catching passes. Yeah, he um, seems to be fitting, you know, filling in quite nicely. He's. I think this was kind of the thing, like They're trying to mold him Scott, into the guy. Scott, they weren't sure. I think the problem with the Chiefs' offense is they weren't sure if Rice. Sky Moore or Justin Watson was going to be Tyree Kill. Right. And that's the problem. And I think Justin Watson has become kind of the the possession receiver guy. Yeah. And I think Rice is really starting to mold into the the speed guy on the outside. He's not nobody is as fast as Tyree Kill, but no. I think I think they've kind of now started to figure who's going to do what. And Pacheco in the running game coming out of the backfield is just a better version of whatever they had at running back with Clyde Edwards Hilaire. I think he's just better. Oh yeah, no, hundred percent, hundred percent. Ceh is his days are uh, pretty much behind. Yeah, him. but then you know, typical running back in the NFL. Exactly. Flash of the pan. So Chiefs right of the ship. Chiefs, you know, solidified their, you know, they're eight and three. Jags are eight and three. Dolphins eight and three. Ravens right. nine and three. It's tight race now in the AFC. Speaking of tight races, Ravens defeated the Chargers Sunday Night Football twenty to ten. Right. Um, another sort of ho hum game. Zay Flowers definitely showed up and had, had a good game. Had a very good game and about time. I think yeah. they. I think they were like, oh, this guy's good at football. Maybe we should throw him the ball. Um. Yeah, well, go figure. You know, and it's not any. It's still, like still like he didn't even get the ball that much. Like he just no, he had he, he had, had that one had cool five, rush. He had five catches for twenty five yards, and he had yeah the one rush for thirty seven yards. But he had two touchdowns. They target. I think the idea is they targeted him in key situations, and he yes. was and that was I think what he they had eight. He had eight targets. Right. He had and eight targets. Important. Yes. So. Hey, listen, you draft these guys, you got to use them. You I, know mean, what I mean, it's, like, yeah, yeah, you can't, you can't forget about them. You just like the Giants, you know, you can't forget about these guys. And yeah, it takes them half a season to get into form sometimes, but um, in today's NFL, you can't wait around too long. Um, no. Ravens have a plethora of, they have Keaton Mitchell, Justice Hill, Gus Edwards, 
for rushing. I mean, they got a I stable have, of backs, as you would say. Stable earth, earth, winded fire. If you want to go yeah, back, yeah, st- a stable of backs. Um, so Ravens are going to be tough. Chargers are going nowhere. Four and seven. Who gives a shit? Um, nope. the one thing I will say about the Chargers, I I think I I'm still very fucking surprised that they are not better. I. I know in the beginning of the season, before the season started, I predicted them to compete with the Chiefs for the AFC West. You're talking and about so, the Chargers, right? The Chargers, yes. So I am yeah. surprised. <sighs> I am surprised that they are in fourth place at four and seven in the West. They're not even as good as the fucking Raiders. I, I, I'm just. I, I don't know. Is is Herbert not the guy? Is that what it's coming down to? Is he not the guy? Paid, is they, it? The, they paid him to be the guy. I, you know. I'm not trying to, not trying to start anything here, but they paid him to be the guy. So I, I don't know. He kind of doesn't have a choice. He's got to be the guy. Just I don't, I don't know. I I, I listen. Think, I think they don't have a lot team. of guys that are good. I think they have. I think Gerald Everett is a good, not great tight end. I think Keenan Allen is a very serviceable wide receiver in in, in that offense. Third, three, third wide receiver in most offenses, not great, you know, slot guy. Um, right. They got Khalil Mack. Um, yeah, and that's that, it. But you know, and it's Durban one of those James, things. But Durbin James is not having a good year. No, and honestly, Khalil Mack. Uh, listen, he's a good player, but back in the, he, this isn't five or six this, years this ago. Isn't five or six years ago. No, I know exactly. It's, it's not the same. You know, like just let's bring up his numbers. He's got two sacks. You know, two sacks last game. Let's see, his full. Uh, all right, he is having a good year. He's thirteen sacks. No, that's what I mean. Like he's having a he's having a Khalil Mack season, but he's not. It's not impacting the defense to be like, ooh, that's a good defense. Like. That defense is very middle of the road. Like, eh, it's okay. It's not bad. Yeah, he's he's not changing the game. Yeah. No, I get it. It's not impact. He's not making impact plays. That's that's you know, they're just kind of out there. Um Yeah. Finally, um, to wrap Ugh. up week twelve. I did not watch a minute of this game. Bears at Vikings twelve to ten. What a fucking score. I yeah. I'd be I wouldn't be surprised if it was a score, Gami, if it wasn't so goddamn low. Um, oh, God, what a shit game. What a shit game. Sad, kind of surprising. Josh, Josh Dobbs threw four picks of this game. Yeah. Um, Alexander and, Madison, not not a good game. TJ Hawkinson yeah. scored the lone touchdown for the Vikings. Justin Fields, blech. Yeah, uh, you know what? <laughs> Do the Bears draft a quarterback? Like... They tra- I, mean? I mean the bit. Well, right now the Bears, uh, the Bears have the number one pick, right? Do they? Do they and the number four pick. The Bears could draft two fucking quarterbacks at this point, and they're like, they, they, draft, they could draft two quarter. They could draft a quarterback and Marvin Harrison Jr. Imagine I that. mean, they could. They could draft Caleb Williams. They could draft Drake May, and they could draft. And probably still get their, still get their receiver. I have a funny feeling that Marvin Harrison Jr. is going second overall. You think over Drake May? Well, here's the problem. It depends right on who's drafting. Now, it's right. Who's, right now, Arizona is not number two. Right. And Arizona is bending over backwards to fucking keep Kyler Murray happy. And they have a 
plethora of picks this year. Right. They have one, two, three, four, five, six, six picks in the first three rounds, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13. They have 14 total picks this year coming up. Right. They have three picks in the top 34. Like uh, they have, cause they have Houston's 17th. They have Houston's first round pick. Oh yeah. They have. Yeah. So they have, they have, they a, have lot a lot. Picks, yeah. They have a lot of picks. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, so, so right now I think, you know, if Caleb Williams goes first off the board, if Drake may goes first, I don't think it matters at this point. I think Marvin Harrison Jr. goes to wherever Arizona is. I don't think the the Patriots. I think the Patriots at three. The Patriots are third right now, by the way. Just so yeah, you know, third worst team. Yeah, to draft Drake May, they're projected. Yeah. Um, How do you feel about the Jets at eight drafting Brock Bowers? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I think the Jets. I don't want to. I don't want to see the Jets. I want to see the Jets trade up or down. Well, I guess they don't have to trade down. I think this draft, and we'll see what happens as we get closer to the draft. But I think the Jets need to probably, and this is going to be so unsexy. <laughs> the Jets need to fucking draft another offensive lineman. I know it's the same thing. And with the I Giants, think, and it's just like, oh, how exciting! Another fucking. And you got Joe Walt from Notre Dame. You got J.C. Latham from Alabama. Yep. You got who's the third? There's one more guy, I think. There's the guy oh, from and Penn the guy, State. the guy from and the guy from Penn State, and there's a guy from Oregon State too. I forget his name. Um, uh, hold on, hold on. But yeah, I, I call him Figazi in my head, but that's not his name. No, it's yeah, F U A G A. Fuaga, Talisi Fuaga. I look. I, I saw. His, yeah. Um, he's gonna. Those are the first round tackles. He's probably projected to be right tackle anyway. Um, starting right tackle, he could move to left tackle if he, you know, if he gets, oh, if he if he skills up a bit. He's he's a little more of a project, but but Joe Alt and J.C. Latham, you know, Alabama, Notre Dame, big beefy guys, you know, very this, you know, and the Penn State guy. Those are three right. guys you're plugging in right tackle week one and left tackle week ten. Like it just that's the way and probably an alt might actually plug in at left tackle. Right. You know, he might even plug in a left tackle day one. So I want those guys because I want I I don't trust the health of my offensive line in, in, in two <laughs> jets, but what else is new? Yeah, well. You know so <clears throat> Bears at Vikings. Bears at Vikings. Dog shit. Absolute trash. Absolute trash. Just whatever. Uh, You know what? I couldn't get excited for that game if you you held the gun to my head. I'll be honest with you. No. no, Josh Dobbs has been a good story, but he finally came back to earth. Yeah. I mean, he's not going to be perfect. And so... (sighs) The Bears... The Bears... I mean, whatever. Like, it is what it is. The Bears won a game that nobody cared about <laughs> pretty much pretty much this was this, listen if they could have flexed out this game i wish they would have like i really do i so. wish they would have 
So that is your uh, that is your week twelve NFL slate. Oh boy, boys and girls. Um, looking ahead to week thirteen, it's a short slate. It's a shorter slate. I think it's the last one of the last by the bye weeks. No, no, I think week fourteen is the last of the bye weeks. Is that what it is? But it's there's there's a lot of teams on the bye this week. Um, so Thursday night you have Seahawks at Cowboys. Um. Thursday night. Ugh, that's whatever. that should be a given where the Seahawks are. I think Cowboys are at home. I think it, it's a week off for both teams. I believe no. Yes, both teams. Yeah. It's a week off for both teams. <laughs> yep. I think ultimately it's going to be either Cowboys. You know they're going to they're going to pull this one out. You know I you know twenty eight you know twenty something like that twenty eight seventeen right. Um, Colts at Titans. Blah. Bleh. Who cares? Uh, no one Falcons cares at Jet. One. Falcons at Jets. Bleh. There you go. I Who think cares? the Jets win this game. Though, to be honest with you, that's probable. It's in New. It's still at home, so yeah, they could win. Uh, Lions at Saints in New Orleans. Lions, I think. I think go Lions play, handle their handle their handle business. their business in a dome. I think that that actually cannot be understated how important it is to yep. the Lions. They play in the dome. Um, business trip. Business trip for them. I think they go and they 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 say we need to fucking smoke smoke a team. And I think uh, the Saints are a little bit oh topsy turvy, you know, with what's what's going on in their locker room. I don't think I think Jameis Winston is crazy, and I think people just need to stop. <laughs> I think he's out of his fucking mind, and people need to stop looking at him like oh he's a viable backup in this league. He's nuts. Uh, Broncos the Texans. Um, all of a sudden, this looks like a kind of a good game to watch. It looks like a good game, yeah. Um, we got C.J. Shroud, Rookie of the Year, possibly MVP, going against the red-hot Denver Broncos. The which red-hot fire. You know. Wild. We'll, we'll be watching. Uh, Chargers at Patriots. Bleh. Nope. No, thank you. Cardinals at Steelers. Steelers by a 1,000. Um, yeah, Steelers will probably take care of business there. And Miami at Washington will probably – Go as expected, even on the road in Washington. Yeah, I think Miami should probably handle their business. I'm surprised if they even went home. They should probably just stayed in the tri-state area. Yeah, because they could have just went down. Yeah, take a man. Now they like Am- sunny Amtrak, like sun. Amtrak ride to DC. The old Northeast corridor. Hey yo, that's it. How you doing? How you uh, doing? we moved to the four o'clock slate. Carolina, a- Tampa Bay. Eh. <laughs> I'm surprised for a four o'clock game. Hey, 49ers and Eagles. Very good. No, that's fine. I'm talking about the other one. Like, no, I know. They probably should have. I wish they could have flexed out Houston to Denver to, to the 4 o'clock. But whatever. Yeah. Um. Yeah, no. The, the San Fran Philly should be good. Cleveland, Los Angeles. Eh, I can't get excited. We'll all be watching Philly, San Francisco. That's how that's going to go. Yeah, you, Philly you, San Francisco is going to be game of the week. That seems to be game of the week, and then you got the Chiefs at Green Bay, which that Chiefs should fucking steamroll really them. Have some, doesn't really have some sizzle. They're going to play up the Jordan Love factor. I mean, listen, Love is playing better, but better, better, but meh. This is going to be hopefully a Chiefs love fest where they just want the Chiefs to win because they need them relevant. Whatever. I, whatever. I, whatever. And then and moving then the, to mon- Monday night, ugh, vomit fest. The ba- the battle of the jungle, jungle cats, Bengals at Jaguars. Um, yeah, I, you know what? If Joe Burrow was playing, this would have been a better game. This would have been cool to watch, but meh. But he's not, so I expect Jag- Trevor Lawrence Jags. and the Jags to handle their business. Uh, especially at home. Yeah. 
And that, ladies so and gentlemen, is your NFL. Oh, boy. See, I told you, you it's, it's week, week, week 13 already. No, nah, it's wild. It's wild. It's wild. It's crazy, crazy. right? Mm-hmm. We're three quarters. We are basically three quarters of the way through. After this week, we will be three quarters of the way through. That's it. It's it's nutty. It is nutty. Um, staying with football. Um, I wanted we you and I were talking about this before we we started recording. Um, the college oh, football. Yeah. We're getting we're we're now at championship weekend for college football. Yes, so I think it's the conference championship conference championship weekend. So I think it's it's time to start looking at the the college football the rankings and the the playoff rankings and the scenarios and what's going on and and I guess oh boy oh boy so first of all Michigan slapped around Ohio State so didn't see that coming to be honest didn't with see you. did not did not see that coming that was a that was a shocker a, to me. that was a very good that was a very very good win by by the uh, the Wolverines there in in Columbus. Yes, and, uh, I I was absolutely stunned at the way that game turned out because I I, I saw the score and I went whoa, okay. Neither Maybe there's something here. Neither quarterback <laughs> played a great game in that game. Just just as a sidebar, um, right. but it was uh, I mean Marvin Harrison Jr. got his you know five receptions for a buck eighteen, but oh, no, he um, got his. He got his, but that was you know this was a. Michigan scored a touchdown in the first quarter and just went and was like, we're going to, and they stayed, they stayed on top. It got a little dicey there in the fourth quarter, but stayed on top. And they did, they never, they never took their foot off the gas the whole game. So, so they're, my point they're being, it for, they're doing it for coach. They're doing it for Jimmy, the coach. Jim. Yeah, we're going to do it for Johnny. <laughs> for the hardball. We got to do it for Jim. Oh, so, boy. So you have right now with your football rankings, Georgia number one, Michigan two, Washington, surprise, at three, Florida State at four, Oregon at five, and Ohio State moving out of the top four down to six. Texas is at seven, and Alabama is at eight. I'm not going to go beyond that because that is your zero win, one loss teams. It is a perfect Once you get two losses, it's done. It's perfectly symmetrical. The four, the top four teams are all twelve and zero. The five through eight are eleven and one. It's nice. It's nice and neat right now. It's clean. It looks a clean. It's break. Clean. Clean break. This has been. If you go back and look at the 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 standings going into conference championship weekend for the last five years, six years, you will see a very similar pattern for the most part. The only outliers typically have been a two-loss Alabama team ranked. There was one year where they were a two-loss team ranked in the top top 10 um, because they ended up still winning the SEC. Yeah, they were second. They were 13-2 and two overall. They won they the won. SEC West with two losses somehow yeah. one yeah. year. So they ended up, and, being, like, and, and then they I, won the. They beat the. I think they beat Georgia that year in the conference championship. You're like, fuck. I, I remember saying like, oh, this is finally the end of Alabama, and then there they were, and they stuck their, in, and I think they were ranked fourth that year, poking um, their ass and everything. Yeah. So here's and and then so we 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 bring that up, and then we bring up the schedule for for this weekend. So Friday night, your first important game of the weekend, Oregon, 
number five at third, number three, Washington for the Pac-12 championship game, neutral site in, in Las Vegas at the home of the Raiders. Um, if Washington wins that game by any top point value, they're obviously in. If Oregon wins that game by any point value, they're obviously in. I don't think there's an argument. There's, I don't think there's going to be an argument one way or the other for the winner of that game. This is essentially, in my opinion, a quarterfinal college football playoff I, game. I agree with that. I don't think there's any way you keep the winner of this game out of the top four. Moving on to Saturday, Oklahoma State of Texas for the Big 12 championship game played at Jerry World. Oklahoma State's 18, Texas is number seven. I think if this game is pretty much inconsequential unless there is mayhem at the top. Unless Georgia loses and Michigan loses the Big Ten championship game and Washington loses... And Florida, I think if the top four all lose, then I think it's a question of does Texas get in over Ohio State? Texas has only lost us to a now number 12 ranked Oklahoma, um, a, t- a two loss Oklahoma team who's only, you know, right. so uh, we'll see. We'll so. See. I think the Big 12 championship game is mostly inconsequential unless there's chaos at the top. Obviously, the SEC championship game, number one, Georgia hosted, you know, and Alabama, number eight in the Mercedes-Benz version, the Superdome version two in Atlanta. Um, Inconsequential unless there's a couple of teams that lose at the top. If Alabama wins, John, this is the first question. What is the likeliness that they get in? If they win and beat Georgia, where where do you see them falling? Hold on a second. I just had this a minute ago. Let's see. So in this scenario, so I'm my first scenario is Georgia loses, Michigan, Washington, and Florida State all win. So Alabama means- so Alabama wins, Florida State wins, Michigan wins, Washington. Texas wins, Washington wins. Yeah. Let's see. Just Alabama, Alabama, according to the ESPN playoff predictor, <laughs> your top four, if that happens, Michigan. with an Alabama, Florida State, Michigan, Texas, Washington win, your top four is Michigan, Washington, Florida State, Texas, Alabama on the outside looking in. And that so that to me speaks to the week two win by Texas over Alabama because that's right. basically and I think right now Texas is ranked seventh and Alabama's eighth because that that's the head they to have head. A win over it right there they have a win it's a, you can't you could not in good conscience rank Alabama sixth or seventh and Texas behind them you can't no, no. that'd be fucking ridiculous no. now. According to the playoff predictor, that only has a seven percent chance of happening. Because for whatever reason, because for whatever reason, despite Washington being twelve and zero with a win over Oregon, seventy six percent chance Oregon wins this game. Oregon, I think, if I remember correctly, and and the 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 people who I, I'm trying to remember. Now, here's the thing. 
let's flip let's flip flop it. Everything stays the same. Alabama, Florida State, Michigan, Texas, but Oregon wins. Your top four are Michigan, Florida State, Oregon, Texas, Alabama still on the outside looking in. Of course. Twenty two percent that happens. I think tech I I so I'm guessing Texas has to lose. So yeah, if so Texas loses, this. so I think the only way. So then that's the key. The only way that Alabama gets into the playoff is if they beat Georgia, and Texas loses the Big Twelve championship so game. So here's so here's the funny thing. So I have so here's what I did. Basically, so like you said, Washington mm-hmm. Oregon is a semifinal whatever winner gets in no matter what, and that takes a spot. That's a spot. Okay. So Alabama, Florida State, Michigan, Oklahoma State, Oregon. Those are your winners on, well, I guess, what, Saturday? Yeah. Your top four Michigan, Florida State, Oregon, Alabama, Ohio State on the outside looking in. That makes sense. Only a, only a 3% chance of that happening. That That's more, well, the ch- statistically speaking, Al- first of all, Alabama beating Georgia would be an actual monumental upset. Alabama is not that good. Like they I mean, are not yeah, their cor- their quarterback they, play. Like, their quarterback nice... play is trash this year. Yeah, they are lo- To be perfectly honest, they are lucky they beat Auburn. Wow. Yeah. They fourth, are fourth and goal from like the thirty. They are lucky they beat Arkansas. Right. They could and... potentially have three or four losses. The only team, I mean, I don't want to say the only team they play out, but you have to remember in the SEC West this year, they played a undermanned LSU team, a down Tennessee team, and right. a middling, again, all top 25 teams, but they played Ole Miss, Tennessee, and LSU, the only good, and obviously Texas, but they lost to Texas. See, and the other thing, too, is Ohio State not playing this weekend. Hurts really them. hurts them. Well, that's why losing to Michigan was that was yeah. that was the Michigan Ohio State game was, was like also a semi, was, was, like a, a, quarter was a quarterfinal final. because right. that basically more for Ohio State than for Michigan yeah, because Michigan probably would have slipped maybe to four. Right. If yeah. if Ohio State had won, then that basic see the problem is is Michigan and Ohio State. The way the Big Ten, the the it's stupid the way they fucking set up the Big Ten, um, the divisions, um, because this because they play every year, it's so they're and they're both in the fucking Big Ten East. Like I don't know who fucking thought that was a good idea. Yeah, let's put Michigan never, and Ohio yeah. State in the same fucking division in the Big Ten. You know what it is? I guess that's just so they don't want every year to be Michigan Ohio State the championship game. Because they play already anyway. Yeah, right. I guess. Want to give some kind of parity? I'm not saying. But the problem, the, right the idea, problem but... is, is that you have Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State, Maryland, Rutgers, Michigan State, Indiana in the East, Iowa, Northwestern, Wisconsin, Nebraska. Like if Nebraska was a powerhouse every year and Wisconsin was a powerhouse every year, which they were for a while, right? Like you would say that's fine. Who cares? Like, but it's. 
Michigan, Ohio State I, are the, yeah. the fucking cream of the crop in, in the Big Ten and have been for – and Penn State, to a lesser extent, have been the best three teams in the Big Ten for the last 15 years. Michigan right. State fourth, Wisconsin, me, and, and Nebraska fifth and sixth to round that out. You know, Northwestern had a year. Iowa had a couple of years. Minnesota had a year. But that's it. Like, ah, it's dumb. It's dumb. It's dumb. 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 We're, we're not. We're not a fan. So, a fan. so this might be the year that Alabama's really on the outside looking in. And unless Iowa fucking, you know, if Iowa beats Michigan, which that's where that that's just fucking happening. Um, now Louisville beating Florida State also throws in a little bit of a of a of a wrench. But I think if if French. but I think so. The question is: is if Louisville beats Florida State, I'm listening. Does does that bring and everybody and then Georgia beats Alabama and and Texas? Does Ohio State get in over Texas? Say that, that I think. Time. So give so me who if, are your winners? All, so your winners are. Um, Washington over Oregon doesn't that doesn't really matter. Okay. Um, Texas over Oklahoma State, right? George, George, Georgia over Alabama and Michigan over Iowa. Okay. Louisville over Florida State. Ooh, the big upset. So that keeps Ohio State out. Really? Texas Georgia, in one through four: Georgia, Michigan, Washington, Texas, Ohio State outside. Wow, they really going to give so they would predict giving that much value to Texas would I mean Texas would win the Big 12 by virtue right of doing that. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, that's that's why I that's why I like I like the four teams. I think 6 6 is the most I to, to debate this. I think 6 is the most fair. Right. Eight, eight is the eight is probably the fairest, but I think you need to have an you need to have an un, an, an even number where there can be buys, and I think eight right. is too many. <laughs> and we've seen that these conference championship games more often than not are de facto quarterfinal games anyway, right, because it determines whether or not you make the playoff. So ultimately, crazy. Do we have to? Do we have to go crazy? Say, well, we're going to go to 12 teams. Well, then no, nothing matters because <sighs> if Alabama lo- so if Alabama loses to Georgia, does Alabama fall out of the top 12? I don't know. Like, if they don't, like, do they? does Alabama still make the playoff in a 12-team playoff? Probably. Probably. Like, so yeah, then, what? Who the fuck be... cares, right? I know, I know. So it's then, all gonna... right. So they lose. So the problem is, is then now Alabama's ranked eleventh. They got to go play fucking Michigan in the first round. Like they got to play Michigan in the first round. Is that really fair? No, no. Like that's that's why I don't like it. It's like, does that really make sense? No. It's not like Michigan's gonna go play like some fucking third like level. Pack twelve team like they got to play the fucking Alabama like come on that's bullshit, right? So, I I think if you were gonna go to to if you're gonna go past eight, I think you should have went to, to a ten, and you should have done two buys at the top and done a quarter five. But what do I know? Yeah, well, what do I know? What do you um? Know? So that's co- that's the state of college football. Um, 
I don't really think I have anything else other than the fact that, hey, did you know that there's a the NBA has this in season tournament going on? And does Whatever. anybody I, does I anybody care? Does, yeah, I can't get excited about it. I didn't think so. I can't really get too excited about it. So, you know, fair enough. That's all I was wondering. Uh, whatever. It's too soon. Like I know it's weird. You know what I mean? Like it's just too soon to I don't know get too pumped up about like the NBA. I don't know. Whatever. Mark Mark Cuban is reportedly selling a majority stake in the Mavericks. Yeah. Will keep shares and. Full control of basketball operations, selling to Miriam Adelson and the Casino Tycoon Adelson family for a range, a valuation in range of three and a half billion dollars. Okay. He bought the Dallas Mavericks for, I want to say two or three hundred million. No, oh, yeah, he's getting a good return. Yeah, he's getting make a good no ROI on that. Make, make no mistake about that. He, he's going to be just fine. Um, LeBron loses to the 76ers by 44 points, marking the worst loss in his career, but Correct. passes Kareem for the most minutes played in NBA history. Good for him. Whoop-de-doo. Um, did you see in the Ottawa Senators Florida Panthers game the other night? Yes, every player on the a, ice got a 10 minute misconduct. Yeah, everyone <laughs> got a, uh, a 10 minute misconduct, which I thought was kind of funny, actually. Well, Chuchuk and Bobrovsky got into a fight, and everybody got into a fight. <laughs> it was great. It's great it's good stuff. Good stuff. Um, what else? Oh, I sent this to you and Kevin earlier today. Um, Sports hey. Illustrated published an article by AI-generated writers, Ugh. and it was like a fucking it was trash. It was trash. Um, Drew Ortiz was one of the fake authors. Okay. Um, and they used like fake AI images for for these people and made up fake bot like fake backgrounds for these people. Oh, excellent! Um, like yeah, great, awesome. So we're that's where we are as a society. Just so you know, so journalism. Kevin Kevin's comment to that me posting that story in the group chat was journalism is dead. Um, it could very well could be. Uh, what else? What else happened? Uh, Raiders released Marcus Peters. We talked about that. Um, Indiana coach Tom Allen fired a oh, 28.8 million buyout. <laughs> Whatever. What else? College football, man. There's there's money all around. Mm-hmm. Um, anything more interesting from this week? Oh, this week, let's see. Uh no, that was it. That was it. Alabama wins the Iron Bowl. That was a really interesting game. Yes, it was. John Madden's Thanksgiving Day commentary on an eight-legged turkey in 1995. What a video! What a history. Um. Oof, oh boy. Oh, the, this I wanted to mention this because this was pretty hilarious. Um, okay. did you see Jim Ursay's comments that when he was when he was having his drug problems, he was arrested because he was he was prejudiced against yes. for being a white billionaire. Yes, I did see that. Jim, Jim, I think Jim Mercy needs to go. I think I think it's time. Well, they, they, you know what? You can't change the owner, though. I think they, I think they I think they need to pull a David Stern. Was it David Stern that 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 they fired? They they got rid of Sterling, but that's because they, they made racist comments, like. You know, 
I'm not I'm not saying this is the equivalent. I'm just saying that like Jim Irsay is like losing his mind and just needs to go. I mean, just really who says that? Like, come on. Um, Josh Giddy on Oklahoma City Thunder legend is So here's the thing about that. There's allegations. What happened? There's allegations. The... But 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 ready? Supposedly the girl lied to him about her age. And when he found out, he broke it off. So... so now she's a woman scorned, possibly, and trying to expose him. That's so why he's, in that's my why he's so well that then then to me, there's there's nothing wrong with that. Like, no, because if you're lied to, what, what are you checking ID? Like, like what are you supposed to do? Like I've always debated this, and we when we talk about this, like criminal law classes in law school. And like just in, in general, like right, at some point, you, like if um, you're if you're a 19 year old guy, 18 year old guy and, mm-hmm. you know, kid, you're a kid and yeah. you have sex with a girl that's 16 years old and it's statutory rape. Technically, that's against the law. It's against the law. But like, but that's not weird. But it's not right. weird. It's not right. like a, it's you're not like, oh, shit, you're not like, 25. You're not 25. Having sex, that's a different animal. I get it. Right. But like you're sitting there, you're going. What if she, and she she has sixteen. So in most states, she has a car, she has a license. Mm-hmm. So she, you know, what are you what are you going to look at her ID? Like, come on, that's what I'm saying. What are we checking ID? Like, what, like, what, come on. talk to everybody. Like, that's my point. I don't. Yeah, that's I. That's weird. where that's where this the stuff loses me sometimes. Where you're like, I don't. I get the uh, whole protecting victim mentality, and that's why the law exists. But I just, Absolutely. I, I just uh, obviously, like, I'm not, I'm not advocating for something you know i'm not advocating for the overturning of that law i'm just like no if, but if I, this I is what, what happened then you shouldn't we shouldn't punish him for doing the right thing when when it's when he like oh i found out she was a minor i stopped okay good like Correct. good job you did the right thing right and he, i just hope he doesn't get in any trouble that's all right right i agree, I agree. and uh that my friends I think that's is, just gonna about do it. Hot that's stove, gonna do really, it. Hot stove. There's sunny, there's a stove. Sunny, sunny Gray signed with the uh, where did he sign? He signed with something. Somebody. I just uh, closed out of something I wasn't supposed to close out of. That would be, I believe, the St. Louis Cardinals. Mm-hmm. Yes, for like seventy million or something like that. When do you think we hear about? Yamamoto. Yamamamamamamoto. Well, supposedly he's there's only a 45 day window to negotiate, so it's gonna happen soon. We'll see. We'll see. Paul DeJong went back to went back to. He uh signed with uh yeah he did go he went back to the White Sox. Right. Uh, Kenta Maeda went to Detroit. Kalark is now. Adam Kalark is on the Angels. Andrew Velasquez stayed with the Braves. Not yeah, not a lot of uh Kyle Gibson went back to St. Louis. Not a lot of sexy movement here. Lance Lynn went back to St. Louis. Yeah, nothing nothing fun. No, we're waiting on no. we're waiting on the big the big names at this waiting point. On the big dogs, the the Otanis, the Yamamoto's. Blake Snell? The... At... Uh, well, yeah, I guess so, right? Blake Snell. I, I guess, like, I, I'm, I'm saying it as a question, like, is he important enough? Like, <laughs> yeah, 
I guess so. Uh, did, did we ever talk about the Aradola contract? No, I don't With, think we did. I, I, what do you think about that? Like, I, I don't know, man. That's that's a risk. Aren't they all risks? Right for a pit, no. yes. I would not. I would not give a. I mean, listen. He's luckily he's not. He's he's thirty on the nose. Right. But I would not give a five-plus-year contract to a guy with a three in front of his age. Coming from a 34-year-old, I would not commit I would more not than give my, I would not give myself. I would contract. not give myself a three more than a three-year contract. I wouldn't, wouldn't do it. Yeah, I guess I hear Two it. years and an option, a mutual option? Fuck it. Like, you know. Yeah. I don't know. It's just I'm not, not, my, not my cup of tea, but. Not your thing. Who am I? Who am I to judge? I guess. Um, who, who am I? Bobby Petrino. Bobby Petrino needs to go away. We could stop. He's he's going to be the OC somewhere. I saw. Uh, Arkansas. There you go. Whatever. Yeah. See, exactly. we'll talk about that next year. Worry about that next year. Hey, uh, Nick. Nick's Nick's won a game. That's cool. Hey, there you go. What do you cool. know? Uh, well, hockey is well, hockey. Fun. Well, that's fun. Hockey's that's hockey. Fun. Hockey's hockey. Um, can't get too yeah. excited yet. We'll talk about hockey in after New Year's. After absolutely uh, basketball, hockey. We'll talk about in January. We'll, we'll we'll keep it real. Um, well, folks, that's gonna do it for us. It's it's approaching it's, midnight here on the East Coast. Yeah, it's time for uh, it's time, it's to time for bed. It's time for bed. Have fun at jury duty tomorrow, John. Oh yes, such a such a lovely experience. All right, friends, we're. Signing off. Adios. Hasta luego. See you later.